Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. And since it's Tuesday, you know it. It's that time of the week for the one and the only Andrew Dambina. Andrew, it's good to speak to you today. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing, Noreen? Yes, I'm I'm doing well. Um, been better. The kids are still sick, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, really yeah I know about on. that. Sounds like it's dragging on, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Um, but yeah. nothing a good uh, a Tuesday report can't sort out. I'm sure they're tuning in right now with keen ears since they're off school. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, what have you got for our listeners today? The word hire was mentioned in the name of your last song that you played, and uh, that's that's a fitting link. Thank you very much for setting that up, Noreen, because the first first thing I wanted to mention is to do with airline food. And it uh, concerns Singapore Airlines, the national carrier there, who has kind of cut back on what it serves in the air to its customers, passengers, during the COVID-19 stopping and starting that they had there. And since it resumed, the feeling from passengers is that there has been there have been a lot of cuts that haven't been making a return. As passengers have ramped up very quickly in Singapore, uh, they haven't really kept up the standards that Singapore Airlines used to have because it was one of the top voted airlines in the region for service, for in-flight food. It's always done really well, but its domestic passengers are certainly not too pleased with it these days. And one of the things about it, and I sent over a picture to uh, to you there, Noreen, which uh, I know you've shared with the listeners, uh, about the, um, it's the tray of food and they've been using for Singaporean Airlines on shorter flights, paper uh, containers with a lid to serve the meal in for their passengers. And it's, it's come in for a lot of stick. People who have left comments on social media boards and elsewhere as Singaporean media has been interviewing about this over a period of a few months uh, since well, several months since Singapore's kind of travel restrictions went back to normal. And the airline yesterday, so much heat was on them that it said that it was going to uh, not proceed using paper boxes for food uh, for some of the longer flights now. Um, That means flights that are over a few hours because of the feedback that it got from uh, passengers about a month ago. And two weeks ago, so the airline made this statement that they were going to bring back for flights that are over about three hours the old washable or foil uh, containers for economy class meals. Of course, for business class and first class, it was never in paper because that wouldn't project well for anyone paying that sort of money to sit on a plane. But they are they're going to cut back on the paper stuff. And this was not done. It wasn't some kind of greenwashing, um, making the airline look good for environmentally... Uh, conscious uh, types of, let's say, biodegradable paper or anything like that. It was none of that. It was all about cost-cutting. So customers have made comments like, uh, we felt that it it was um, not holding the food well enough and that it was not, uh, and it also seemed, it, it made us feel like the whole experience was very budget and cheap and Singapore Airlines is not a budget airline. So there were all of these comments and we uh, uh, and we now have 
seen that they've made a reversal. So for longer flights, they're going to be uh, giving proper crockery and cutlery into the, uh, you know, into, on, onto the trays for passengers. Um, what would you think about that, Noreen, if you did have, um, uh, you know, something served up like that? Yeah, I got to say, it looks very budget airlines like. I mean, I wouldn't mind if I was paying a, a, a lot less, but I think exactly. it's not such a. I, I don't think the prices for those tickets are, are so cheap. Well, so you'd expect a not. little bit more. Yeah, they're not basically. Mm. Um, yeah, which is just such a shame. And if it was all about, like it sounds like, they didn't even make it about the environment or about sustainability. They just made it didn't all about the try. money. Exactly. I think there are different ways to spin it. Of course, I mean, I'm not in PR, but there's there there are different ways to sort of, spin, I suppose, spin something. If you sort of made yeah. it about uh, sustainability and we wanted to try out more like, you know, uh, eco friendly packaging blah blah um then i i think you know that well there might be more support for that i i, I don't know <laughs> yeah you know do you, you're right i agree i mean do you, due to the comments that have been made quite a lot by the public and by passengers feedback in the last few months even from uh june june the first which is when the changes came in it was announced a couple of weeks ago and then actually last week june the first the uh the changes were made and also economy class passengers had been without they'd been not served bread rolls and butter with their main course if the flight was under three and a half hours there were all of these cuts that would have seen like a very kind of cheapskate way of going about things i think if you're a paying customer especially and i don't know this part because i haven't researched this because not so much to do with food especially if the price of flights are a lot more, as they probably are, not ju just due to world fuel costs, but also to the scarcity of flights. And I'm not sure if that's true. But of course, in Hong Kong, where flights are not back onto the volume that we are used to in previous times, I, in the last um, several months, from December until now, I've been away twice, both times on our national carrier here in Hong Kong. And the price is a lot more to to go to Asia and to, to the and to the UK where I went in uh, the, at the end of last year. Um, the, you're paying a lot more, so you do expect that if uh, if you're going to have to do that, that you should be receiving the same kind of level of service, if not better, when you're paying more. So uh, anyway, that's um, they're, they're they're changing that. They're going to be serving the the economy uh, passengers some bread rolls and butter. Lucky them. <laughs> so let's let's let, let's let's move on um, to uh, the next thing, which is a tale of um, consequence of a of a pair that made some unbelievable yet true um, theft of very, very high-priced wines in Spain. Now, the crime happened uh, a couple of years ago, but it was only last month that two convicted thieves who were convicted um, of taking, and I'll tell you the story's details in a moment, but of, of taking 1.6 million euros worth of wine Whoa. from a, yes, from a hotel restaurant wine cellar. Now, this is it's, it's a blow-your-mind thing when you hear about it, but I'll, I'll go into some of the detail of their, of their plan in a moment. That's worth 13.4 million Hong Kong dollars of wine from a three-Michelin star restaurant in Spain. And the... Um, yeah, the, the crime happened in October 2021, but it went to evidence had to be gathered. They had to be tracked down. Basically, it was a it was a mystery couple who checked into a hotel, of course, under false names, 
and they went to a multi-awarded restaurant in rural western Spain. The name of the restaurant is called Atrio. Massive story in Spain and Europe. And when they checked out of the hotel, so they were guests that were staying there, they, uh, they, they went along and so it all seemed like, oh, one of our guests coming along, you know, five-star hotel, mostly the restaurant after this happened said, you know, most of our customers are just so... Um, so nice and kind and they're usually pretty well healed as well you know wealthy so they wouldn't expect this sort of thing to happen so the, this this couple who pulled their stunt of uh, a large amount 45 bottles of wine by the way came to that colossal amount of 13.4 million hong kong dollars so you can tell this is a place that has a pretty serious wine list including an almost priceless but it does have a value um a bottle of wine from 18 1806, that was the vintage that that, that, that wine, the, that the grapes were grown and that the wine making started on one particular 1806. French. Yeah, That's like more than 200, 200 years, years ago. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And so who were these thieves? I hear our listeners uh, thinking, Noreen, <laughs> with such impeccable taste. Um, did, the, uh, did the night manager think it was a little bit odd you have to ask when after a 14 course tasting menu um the night that they uh the night or the early hours of the morning that they did their theft that they then went back to their room and ordered room service i mean restaurant staff and front desk manager staff don't necessarily connect to check on oh were these people dining in the restaurant but the fact is looking back at the evidence that they'd had a 14 course tasting menu for two tasting menu being um a, 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 it was something that was set around a particular kind of meat it was pork and they'd had things like tuna belly with uh, red lard from of, of pork scallops with pig's trotters pork jowl pudding with caviar iberian meatballs with cod and aged ham, desserts, all, all sorts of other courses that all added up to 14 courses, but it went on for hours, their meal. And in the, uh, um, in the early hours of the morning after they'd left the restaurant after midnight, the front desk manager at the hotel in reception got a call from the, uh, the, from the female of the male-female couple that had checked in, and, and uh, who asked if, if she could have something to eat at 2 a.m. And he didn't think it was too... Um, suspicious or suspicious at all because people do sometimes they've been traveling different time zones five-star hotel someone wants to eat something you try and make it happen but the kitchen was closed and so she he he had to politely refuse her she called back another two times and eventually he said you know what madam after refusing you a couple of times i'm going to go and make you something myself in the kitchen he went and made her he was not a chef. He's the guy on the front desk in reception on night shift. And he made her a salad, a chef's salad, with, uh, as best he could, with eggs and cold cuts of meat and, uh, and the other chopped up veg and stuff like that. She asked how long it would take, and he said about 15 minutes or so. And so um, her and her other half, meanwhile, were planning that while there was no one around, they knew the restaurant was closed, that the, uh, the man of the male-female couple was going to go and try and get the security keys from the front desk, knowing that no one was there. Again, these days, this happened uh, October last year. Where is there going to be a five-star hotel that doesn't have cameras around that's going to that's spot this? So there were all sorts of sort of things that made this brazen slash stupid to even try and pull off. Um, however, they did pull it all off because, he, because while that salad was being made um, in the kitchen, 
the the security key was taken and the uh and when he went to deliver it to the woman in the room that's when the the male they're not a married couple they are a kind of romantic couple you could say but they uh but, but unmarried and um he went and uh and got the, the the wine they knew exactly what they were looking for they had inside information it seems and they took um 45 bottles he did i should say into three bags and all of this was captured with him with the with the bags you know around the hotel but what but before they knew it was missing the hotel that is these guys had checked out they they did a 5:30 a.m checkout same night manager saying that something had come up and they had to leave he said Do you want to get a taxi and they said, no, no, it's okay. We're just going to kind of walk uh, ourselves. Now that all of this now, with hindsight, sounds mm, very suspicious, it doesn't does. it? It does. So sus. Yeah. yeah, but one person on a desk. All of this going on between the hours of two two ten a.m. when she ordered the salad and checking out at five thirty. Uh, and there are cameras around, so they pulled it off with some kind of real confidence that they could get away with it. And basically, they did. They, it was only at 1 p.m. the next day that the sommelier in charge of the, uh, of the rather large cellar, I sent you a picture of this cellar as well, wine cellar, which, is, um, which has, uh, I, mean, I, I want to make sure I've remembered this correct, I think it's 45,000 bottles, which is, a, which is a ridiculous amount. No, it's 45 bottles that were taken. It's... Uh, I, I, yes, it is. It's forty-five thousand bottles in that cellar. So this is like a forty-five thousand like bottles. Yeah, yeah, how, some, yeah, so, how, yeah. How, oh, Sorry, how? How did they get it out? I, I know that that, but that that's well. Some of them are uh, half bottles, but they count as bottles anyway. And it's um and that. So the picture I've sent you is not the whole of it. But uh, but they do have uh, the the restaurant on site has forty five thousand bottles, and some of the wines oh, I okay, think are uh, are also not all in that cellar, but allocated to the cellar, meaning that they're also in that restaurant. I don't know if they put it in any anywhere else in the hotel as well. But they have on site in the hotel forty five thousand bottles. They went into the main one that's connected to the restaurant and took the um um the loot and one of them was the 1806 bottle and that uh they got caught eventually i'll wrap this up quickly so i can get on to something another point that i want to talk about different topic um that um they got caught on a border when they were trying to get uh into uh it was on the border of croatia and the pair that ended up getting caught were a 29 year old woman priscilla lara guevara a former beauty pageant contest from Mexico, and her partner, Constantin Grabiel Dimitru, 47, a Romanian Dutchman, on, on dual passports for that. They were, they were traveling with their real passports, but they checked in with some dodgy ID. And, um, and they got found guilty. The, uh, the, the man, uh, Dimitru, was, was uh, sentenced to four and a half years prison, and the, his female accomplice got four years. They tried to appeal it, and just last month, uh, their appeal was denied and they've been forced to pay back uh, millions of euros uh, in, for, for some of the wine that has been found out that they sold. Very complicated case. And I'm going to move on to something else here, Noreen, talking of vino 
and talking of uh, things that are glamorous in a way, the German Wine Queen returns to Hong Kong to kick off the annual German Wine Festival. It happens every June. It's called Riesling Weeks Hong Kong, and it's, it's put on by the National Wine Board, the official one in Germany called Wines of Germany, and they do they try to introduce wines of Germany, which are not as well known as some other places like France, Italy, Spain, to people around the world, and they do this thing in Hong Kong every June where hotels and restaurants um, uh, try to pair different German wines with food and this year is the 11th year in the past I'm not sure if you can remember but a few years ago I did interview because I was so um, intrigued by what is a German wine queen that I interviewed one for your 123 show as it was then and um, what it is is that each year Germany has 13 wine regions and each one gets their own wine queen and one of them gets voted on her knowledge to be the um, uh, the one that represents the country for things like this, where she will appear in Hong Kong. And I'll just tell you very quickly that there will be a pop-up uh, on Saturday between 3 and 6 p.m. at Vinotech Berlin, which is the name of a pop-up in the central market that's been revamped recently. And also you can go to this website, um, www.riesling that's r-i-e-s-l-i-n-g weeks or one word dot hk to find out more of what's going on with food and drink of a german nature in the month of june excellent wow terrific andrea i'm very impressed well thank you so much for your time today and i look forward to more chats with you next week cheers bye for now andrew bye